I know not whether the fair Rowena would have been altogether satisfied with the species of emotion with which her devoted knight had hitherto gazed on the beautiful features and fair form and lustrous eyes of the lovely Rebecca, eyes whose brilliancy was shaded and, as it were, mellowed by the fringe of her long silken eyelashes, and which a minstrel would have compared to the evening star darting its rays through a bower of jessamine. But Ivanhoe was too good a Catholic to retain the same class of feelings towards a Jewess. This Rebecca had foreseen, and for this very purpose she had hastened to mention her father's name and lineage. Yet, for the fair and wise daughter of Isaac was not without a touch of female weakness, she could not but sigh internally when the glance of respectful admiration, not altogether unmixed with tenderness, with which Ivanhoe had hitherto regarded his unknown benefactress, was exchanged at once for a manner cold, composed, and collected, and fraught with no deeper feeling than that which expressed a grateful sense of courtesy received from an unexpected quarter, and from one of an inferior race. It was not that Ivanhoe's former carriage expressed more than that general devotional homage which youth always pays to beauty, yet it was mortifying that one word should operate as a spell to remove poor Rebecca, who could not be supposed altogether ignorant of her title to such homage, into a degraded class, to whom it could not be honourably rendered. But the gentleness and candour of Rebecca's nature imputed no fault to Ivanhoe for sharing in the universal prejudices of his age and religion. On the contrary, the fair Jewess, though sensible her patience now regarded her as one of a race of reprobation, with whom it was disgraceful to hold any beyond the most necessary intercourse, ceased not to pay the same patient and devoted attention to his safety and convalescence. She informed him of the necessity they were under of removing to York, and of her father's resolution to transport him thither, and tend him in his own house, until his health should be restored. Ivanhoe expressed great repugnance to this plan, which he grounded on unwillingness to give farther trouble to his benefactors. Was there not, he said, in Ashby or near it, some Saxon Franklin, or even some wealthy peasant who would endure the burden of a wounded countryman's residence with him, until he should be again able to bear his armour? Was there no convent of Saxon endowment where he could be received? Or could he not be transported as far as Burton, where he was sure to find hospitality with Waltheof, the abbot of St. Withold's, to whom he was related? Any the worst of these harbourages, said Rebecca, with a melancholy smile, would unquestionably be more fitting for your residence than the abode of a despised Jew. Yet, Sir Knight, unless you would dismiss your physician, you cannot change your lodging. Our nation, as you will know, can cure wounds, though we deal not in inflicting them, and in our own family in particular our secrets which have been handed down since the days of Solomon, and of which you have already experienced the advantages. No Nazarene, I crave your forgiveness, Sir Knight, no Christian leech within the four seas of Britain could enable you to bear your corslet within a month. And how soon wilt thou enable me to brook it? said Ivanhoe impatiently. "'Within eight days, if thou wilt be patient and conformable to my directions,' replied Rebecca. "'By our blessed lady,' said Wilfred, "'if it be not a sin to name her here, 
It is no time for me or any true knight to be bedridden. And if thou accomplish thy promise, maiden, I will pay thee with my cask full of crowns, come by them as I may. I will accomplish my promise, said Rebecca, and thou shalt bear thine armour on the eighth day from hence, if thou wilt grant me but one boon in the stead of the silver thou dost promise me. If it be within my power, and such as a true Christian knight may yield to one of thy people, replied Ivanhoe, I will grant thy boon blithely and thankfully. Nay, answered Rebecca, I will but pray of thee to believe henceforward that a Jew may do good service to a Christian without desiring other guerdon than the blessing of the great Father who made both Jew and Gentile. 